Hello, hello, hello. We are in season four of the Chasing Dreams podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank everyone who has been down for the ride, okay? I've learned a lot. I hope you've learned a lot. I've heard you've laughed a lot, okay? Get a few jokes in here or there. But most importantly, I hope you walked away with gems. Now, season four is going to be a little bit different. We are going from a seasonal podcast to a year-round podcast. So that means every Tuesday, I want you to check in with the Chasing Dreams podcast, okay? Now, with that being said, I'm not just going to fill up your timeline with needless information. Every episode will be jam-packed with some amazing content. Some content may be bonus episodes, some may be interviews, some may be one-on-one conversations. So make sure you are tuned in for the Chasing Dreams podcast. And as always, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a genuine rating and view, share this episode with someone who needs to hear it, and most importantly, follow me on all social media platforms at Tierra Nicole Riley. Now, let's get into these episodes. Hey guys, so with everything going on, it can be hard to find time to take a break. And on top of that, I know it can be feeling pretty much impossible to find a way to escape. Whether you're escaping from work, family, or just looking for five minutes of personal time, it can feel very daunting. That's why they've got you covered at Let's Kick It With The Joneses. It's a -a one-of-a-kind escapism. In fact, it's a healthy escapism for the whole family. So whether you've got the entire place to yourself, or a house full of folks, and you just can't play host any longer. Let's Kick It With The Joneses offers a wide variety of high-quality entertainment and content that provides relatable and enjoyable experiences for each viewer. Let's Kick It With The Joneses is the ultimate way to unwind, de-stress, and escape. But, viewers be warned, they are guaranteed to make you laugh, maybe even cry, and possibly yell at your TV, but in a good way, you know? So what are you waiting for? Grab your seat at their table and join the family and let's kick it. Make sure you visit them at their YouTube channel and Facebook page at Let's Kick It With The Joneses and follow them on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks, guys. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Chasing Dreams podcast. Today we are talking about the ultimate mompreneur. And to discuss this, I have my mompreneur. (laughs) So she is here to talk about what it means to be a mom and balance entrepreneurship. As you guys may know, I am transitioning into mompreneurship and wanted to bring on a few amazing mompreneurs that um, just get some advice, understand how this all works, how do you find balance, etc. So uh, for those of you who don't know, my mom is a 20 plus, yes, 20 plus year 
entrepreneur. Uh, she's an accountant by trade, uh, Jackson Hewitt franchisee, been doing the thing for many, many decades. And so with me being 29 and we're talking what, 22 years yeah. or more, <laughs> most of my life, she has balanced motherhood with running a business. So we are here with Miss Tina Riley to talk about mompreneurship. So <laughs> we're going to have to insert them some claps there, but yes. What is the dream for you? The dream for me, I would have to say, is that the next three generations are in a position to only know how to be sufficient and have choices and know how to make things work the way they want to work. That's real. And, and what I will say is like one generation behind you, <laughs> I think my mindset on things, especially when I have different conversations, I'm like, I just my world was different. And I think it's really cool to have grown up uh, with a full-time entrepreneur as a mom, because it told me that you can do it. One, you can do anything, yeah. <laughs> right? You can, and we'll get into some of those specifics in a second, but one, I can do absolutely anything I wanted to do and, and still make it all fit. And no, just wasn't an option. Like I grew up in a world. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. I grew up in a world where no was not an option. And so when people be like, oh, that can't be done. I'm like, cool. Let me go talk to somebody who thinks it can. <laughs> that ain't no problem. This is past your limitations. It's okay. I'll go find someone who thinks it can be done and we'll get it done. For sure. The better question that I've learned is instead of saying it can't be done, like how can it be done? And once you say how, then it unfolds and it just shows up. So when did you realize the dream and how has it changed over the years? Well, the dream, um, wow. I guess the dream has changed over the years as I've seen you guys grow up. And then I'm like, okay, so what am I, I had to really get to my why. So if you would have asked me when I was 29, yeah. what was my dream for the business? It would be more about, I have no idea what it was actually for. Let me think. Maybe it was about, doing what I needed to do and I wanted to do and having a way to do it. Yeah. From my lens, I think, and I can only say this because I was your daughter, okay. right? I can't tell nobody else they dream, but from my perspective, I think it started off as chasing freedom and autonomy. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll co-sign that. And I think it, and then I agree. I think as, you know, I've gone into adulthood and now Talon is also an adult. You have two whole adult children now. Exactly. So now what? What now, Black America? Right. And you have the freedom. You have the autonomy. You have the ability to do all of those things. So then that next level started kicking in. Right. And then you thinking. You have to have a bigger why mm -hmm. than yourself. Yeah. And so when I see that we as a, we as a community are sometimes or oftentimes limited in our thinking then it's like, oh, no, no, not the third or fourth generation of the Riley girls or, mm -hmm. you know, that has to be different. Yeah. Because other people's three and four generations are different. Why not ours? Right. For sure. So how did you balance it all? And just for the audience's perspective, while you process that question, it all looked like, so you were a single mother of two children. We were 10 years apart. You were a full-time entrepreneur with a seasonal business. 
<laughs> I worked full time. And, and then at one point you were working full time and balancing the business and had two children. And so then you had one child, me, which was in competitive cheerleading, which is a job, which is a whole job. And now that I'm a coach, I'm like, good God, this is a career. And then on top of that, so you also had Talon, who was doing acting and running job. back and forth to New York. Literally in the same day. Literally multiple times a week. <laughs> so let me, re- let me restate that question. How did you find balance through it all? There was, there was no balance. That's a new word. Okay. <laughs> so we're That's learning a- it now. <laughs> I'm just saying okay. balance as a mom of young children who you know you have to pour into, they come above you. They come above what you want, need, or any of that. If you want to have them to have the choices you said you want for them. So this whole, well, we have to have balance. I didn't do it. Okay. And from there, it looked like the balance was making sure that my two children could be as stable as possible in my care at most times possible. And every once in a while, if y'all went somewhere, then I'm good, you know. Right. But it wasn't about me. Gotcha. It just wasn't about me. Okay. So with me transitioning into becoming a mother, what are what were your initial thoughts? What are your thoughts as far as readiness, preparedness, whatever? Like, what are your thoughts about your child becoming a mommy? Oh, I'm ready. She's ready. <laughs> She ready as Tiffany. She ready. We got to give credit where credit to. Who say that? Tiffany Haddish. Yep. She ready. She ready. I think it's more exciting to see you at this stage realizing all of your dreams, you know, great relationship, great situation, more stable. And now we're doing this whole family business. I know. Ah, I'm so excited. Um, So, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, one of the dope things of having a mom who's a full-time entrepreneur and been killing the game for decades um, is that there is now an entity established where we can all work together. So me, my sister, my grandmother, which, <laughs> Lord help us. Um, but we all have the ability to come in and help and support um, and do so in a real way. So I think that's dope for sure. We're about to blow up. This. We're about to blow up. She wait. She'll be making up words, y'all. <laughs> because that's that's part of it. You know, I think grandma's dream was that we would have a family business in some capacity. Right. And now that we're able to ingrain that in a real way, you know, during our disc analysis, I'm a strong D, you're a strong C, mm-hmm. which means we I can direct and you can cre- carry out. And, right. and it's like empathy. everybody has their role and Tama yeah. can have the empathy. If there's anything my sister has, it's empathy. <laughs> Love her for her heart. I, I swear. So has your dream changed knowing that you're going to be a grandma? I think I know the answer to this, but. We already established that before Kayla was on the planet or on the way on the planet. So that probably would have happened somewhere thinking about it in that perspective, a more deeper why. I, w- I, w- I want to say around Christian. And be a Christopher and Christian, but maybe even before that, I want to say. I don't know. Was Chris four years ago? Uh, Christopher and Christian was four years ago, yeah. So that was. So that was 
when yeah. things became more solidified, like there has to be a deeper reason. Mm. And then that's when I changed mindset shifts happen around 15, 14, 15, 16, you know, mm. okay, so this is done. This is done. Now what? Now what's next? Yeah. Or why? Right. And so that why then became, cause I've heard you mention a couple of times, like not just the next generation, but like the next generation exactly. behind me and making sure, like, I think Beyonce had a nice quote a quote in the song where she said my great great grandchildren are already rich and it's just that mindset of like I like it too right <laughs> talk about goals <laughs> but it's all about not just making sure I'm good not just making sure my children are good but what legacy and what lineage are we leaving for those generations that we may not even meet and hold on it's not even about money it's about mindset and opportunity so if it took my mindset to shift by the age of let's call it 40 something mm -hmm. and you're third 20 something mm -hmm. and talent's 19 something yeah so if we go two generations out the norm should be right that anything's possible anything's in my choices and i have the resources to do it yeah so it doesn't look like struggle mentality it doesn't yeah. look like you know, we're just scratching and getting by. That yeah. that's hey, it's all, yeah. But that that's a mindset that is often inherited. Exactly. So that's why I say in two, three generations away, Let's it won't even way. look. Yeah. When they look back to when they look back to me. So what is that? Me, you, Kayla, and whoever her children are, and then her children. Right. <laughs> there, there. By the time they get to you, it'll be normal then that, that normal, I think, is the game. Yeah, like a different concept of normal. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we hear people talking about like gener generational wealth without realizing like you can leave all the money in the world, but if their mindset is not together, they will squander it and then be right back in the situation that you worked so hard to get out of. So it's not just about, well, yes, leave money and opportunities and wealth. The resource. The resources. But if you don't do the teaching and the, the adjusting of the mindset and, and the beauty of having a new generation coming is we can start <laughs> that mindset as opposed to having to go back and fixing it. Correct. And you didn't get so far down the road because you always had everything you wanted. Now I don't know how. Bless the Lord. All my stuff. All that is within me. So, and that's the whole thing. So you came out, no, you didn't get, you didn't want a lot though. So that but that cheerleading y'all cheerleading is expensive it's expensive to coach so i know it's expensive to participate right and so by not having a complete mindset shift because of what i grew up under my mother was one of 18 right so surviving is the key right right you know and then it's like oh we can have more than that absolutely so what would you say is your number one secret to success as you think about all the things that you've accomplished in this world what has been the driving force behind accomplishing it no it's not an option hello somebody we're gonna put that on another shirt <laughs> no it's not an option <laughs> i've heard this this other speaker or person i can't think of her name but i'll give her credit because she knows who she is if she hears it uh, her mother told her nothing, everything is figureoutable. That's real. 
And I'm like, dang, I wish I would have said that first. Because it is. Everything is figure outable. Yeah. But I like my nose not an option. So yeah. And I actually had heard something similar when I started a job and I was, you know, you do the training and all this other stuff. And the guy training me, he was like, everything's fixable until it's not. And I was like, huh. But but the perspective <laughs> for me was like, there's no need in worrying about it until you have a reason to worry. <laughs> like until we know all hell has broken loose, it's fixable. And you proceed as such. Like you can figure it out, you can fix it, move on, life progresses. And I was like, okay. And I think I started that job when I was early 20s. So that was definitely great timing to say the least, to just adapt the mindset of like, everything is fixable. So let's go back. So if I look at you, let's say I was, so how old was Talon? Maybe 10, 12? Just when, well, she never had choice because I was older, obviously. So even though things may have been tight, tough, and I might've like, like, oh boy, how are we going to work this out? Mm-hmm. You know, that's my question. Oh, how are we going to work this one out? Mm-hmm. You might've been more in tune with it a little bit, but Talon, because she's 10 years behind you, mm-hmm. by the time she was looking around, right. it was normal a little bit to the, her detriment. <sighs> yeah, there's that. So that's the balance that we have to make sure the next generations understand. It's not twinkling your nose and it's there and yeah. cry if it isn't, but it's like there's hard work involved, but it's attainable. It's hard work. A lot of the if if they can trust that the heavy lifting has been done mm-hmm. and trust that the model has been perfected along the way mm-hmm. and start where we're passing the baton forward right. as and opposed to you're like, well, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, that was the way it used to be. There are some fundamental truths about business that has not changed. So, yeah. And the one thing I will say, um, there's two perspectives that people take, two perspectives that you most people take when they ha- grew up in a struggle environment. The one perspective is, well, I didn't have it easy, so my child won't, have, like, you know, I, my child gonna suffer as much as I did. Mm-hmm. And then I think the perspective that you took was, my life was more difficult than I wanted it to be. What can I do to make sure my children's life is better? And if I'm honest, I don't know that my life was difficult. Okay. I don't know that it was. Now, depending on who you measuring it against. Compared to my life, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Some of the stories you done told me, I'm like, I don't know if I can get through that life, Jeff. And not, a, and I think the reason why you've been working since 13. Did I have to work? I don't know, do you? No, I liked money. <laughs> and here we are, what, four decades later? <laughs> I wanted my own, so I guess it goes back to that because I, when I went, when I was, a, when I knew I was going away to college, I bought Tupperware stuff because I had my own money. I start buying stuff and I always had my own money and I always saved my money. So I never needed anything. Of course I wanted stuff, you know, but I never needed anything. I always had money and I always bought what I wanted, but it was, but I kept my wants moderate. Were we living comfortable? Absolutely not. 
but we didn't need anything. Yeah. My mother's mortgage was two hundred dollars. Mortgage. Come on, somebody. Won't he do it? <laughs> Just saying. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I mean, that's a good question. You 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 brought it in like the different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Was it right? The question on the table. Okay. Right. <laughs> we'll have to come back after that one. So what final thoughts do you have for the audience? As a mompreneur, right? As a mompreneur or even as a businesswoman, um, especially as a black businesswoman, I think that whatever, wherever you want to take that. One, as a mom, always, 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 always. That was eight, y'all. <laughs> Put your kids first. Always. Make sure they're safe. Make sure they're covered. Make sure they have what they need. And if you do grind and hustle, make sure you have a partner, whether that's a grandparent, a partner, or the father, or, you know, mom, so we say mom, so you have the father, or the um, support system in place mm-hmm. that that baby is not left in mm-hmm. daycare while you out here trying to grind on money. Mm-hmm. Always be smart when you make your moves. So yeah, I worked a full-time job and had a full-time seasonal business and had two children under 15, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause when I stopped working your senior year in high school was my last year of working. So, yeah, six, she was six. So that's when I stopped working a job. So before that, you were going all of that and i cheered from middle school to high school absolutely travel traveling traveling, practicing and And competitive cheer is an 11 month sport (laughs) on top of that so you know i'm in the car doing or in the stands because of course my eyes are on both of y'all talent on a movie set right my eyes are on her but i had my work bag so i've had a travel work bag great it has the staples and the paper clips and so you can still do that. That's a balance, I yeah, guess. That is balance. You know, creating the tools, buy everything you need to be mobile so that your kids don't suffer and they be like, Well, you weren't even there. And that's the one thing I will I will publicly I think I've said it to you, but I will publicly share. I never felt like you missed anything. I don't know that you ever did, honestly. <laughs> um, but I never felt like, dang, I wish my mom was here. Like ever children to feel that way right. you shouldn't want the children and that's even with um so for those of you who also don't know competitive cheerleading is an 11 month sport but the traveling part is co- coinciding with tax season yep. and there was never a moment where i was like dang if they got if they had to or they worked with me because i had the rapport with them okay give me your stuff and again i told you i had a traveling mobile office in right. the car so whatever you're choosing to do, make sure you can, when you're starting out and if you have younger children, make sure that you um, are able to serve your client well and serve your family well. Now, now that I'm no longer in mommy mode, right. now I can do the expansions. Right, right. Now I can be sure. gone. And now scale. I, right, I can scale faster, you know, and 
So it's all about timing. Know that you're going to have your time. It's not it because it didn't happen right now. Keep laying the bedrocks. Keep laying the foundation. Keep building it up so that when you do pick it back up, it's just an easy pick up. Yeah. And yeah. add to it's, it's never no. It's just yeah. not now. And I, just to go back to what you said earlier about um, like having that support system, mm-hmm. I will say that is as cold as I am moving back up north. That was the number one reason because not only is my whole family here, but his whole family is here. And so being able to know that one of his five sisters, my mother, my sister, my grandmother, my uncle, like there is some place. And, and again, this is not just like, oh, I'm going to ship my child off and go do, go live my best life. That's not going to be the case. But if there is an instance where I need, like, there's plenty of people who love this child within a 20 minute distance, you know? And so, and then also you don't get that burnout by asking the same person over and over again, because again, 20 people to pick from rotate, you know, and, and, or I just need a break or whatever the case. Um, but that support system I recognized was really huge. And so that contributed largely to me being the one to come back to Maryland because both of our support systems were here. And, and being surrounded by love and family and to be able to have family dinner and, right. you know, and things like that make a difference for sure. Or business owner or entrepreneurship in general. Okay. So as far as business owner, entrepreneurship, um, I've said this to you, don't get caught up on the title of what it is because it's trending or because it's popular, because it is not easy. So since it's not easy, and if you're, you know, if you're doing it for the quote unquote gram, I guess, if that's still a saying, (laughs) I don't even do social media like that. You know, you want to make sure that you are doing something you love and that you're good at. Do, and I used to say this all the time, do what you love and the money will come. But I see, I have seen people who haven't been as successful or have as much longevity because they're trying to make something happen, but it wasn't really making sense. And then also with entrepreneurship, as I'm learning a lot more of it now, you know, we always knew about income streams, but those all are still building the business, Mm -hmm. you know, and the business, there's, there's different aspects of it. Right. So what is your product or service and what's your why? When you get to your, before you start a business, know your why, Mm -hmm. because that is going to carry you when it's not why. (laughs) When the math ain't mathing, you get to fall back on the why. And that is so true. So I've only been in business four or five years at this point. But in those hard moments, my mindset has always been, like for me, my why is the next generation. So, you know, we have my nieces and nephews, we have, I have my little sister, and then um, doing it in honor of my twins, but also knowing that my future children were coming. And I'm grateful for that mindset because now that Kayla is on her way, I feel like I have, like you said, like my dreams are starting to line up. Like my life is getting to a point where, the puzzle pieces are starting to make sense. The, the picture showing. What if you had taken some of those puzzle pieces off the table? Right. 
and now you're ready to line them up and it's not there. Right. So you always finish what you start and do what you're doing full on, but then just make sure if it's not ready yet, that book, that notebook, that mm-hmm. you know, pen to paper is important, y'all. <laughs> pen to paper. Let me tell you why. I found my very first business notebook. And it was, and that's how I knew how many years I've been in business. Okay. And I hadn't thought about it. Right, right. It was like, oh. <laughs> We're going to have to get a copy of that book in a second. <laughs> I just want to read it, honestly. It was just me trying to figure it out. Yeah. I didn't have anybody to ask. No one in my family had done business. Right. No one in my mother's family had done business. Right. Apparently, I heard that my father was a business person, like one of those. So that's genetics. Maybe I don't know what the hell I got. No That's a nurture versus uh, nature, nature versus, versus nurture conversation. Yeah, but um, just knowing, like, I just knew there, and now you guys have like a plethora of resources. Mm-hmm. YouTube is like <laughs> the internet, right? Is Your mentors can be people you don't know. Agreed. Agreed. You know, books and books are on YouTube, so I mean, you have no excuse. Because Candy Burris is my mentor. She just don't know it yet. And that's okay. But one day she's going to find out. Yeah, and like Oprah, I'm sitting here like, I like Oprah. Oprah's great. She's, she's another mentor of mine. Well, I appreciate you sharing your words of wisdom, um, not only during this podcast, but in general. Um, I think being connected to such an amazing businesswoman, um, I know I can ask you pretty much anything. <laughs> So, I mean, that alone is is an is a awesome resource. That's another thing. Being an entrepreneur, trust me, other entrepreneurs don't want you to suffer what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. So, reach out. Absolutely. I think I mentioned it before. The first time I wanted to own a franchise, which actually turned out 20 years later, almost to the day of the franchise that I bought, mm-hmm. didn't even realize it was the same place. I didn't. I yeah. found a book in a in a garage in a shed. But my my person was she owned like thirty two Burger Kings, and I'm like, and she was a black woman. I kept calling so I can reach her. She gave me thirty minutes of her 10, 15 minutes of her time, and I'll take it. Yeah. So people will help you. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Are we connected in the social world? If not, I want you to do me a favor. Go to your favorite social media platform and follow me at Tierra Nicole Wiley. Whether that's Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, or my personal favorite, Instagram, make sure you connect with me for daily inspiration on all of the things. All right, talk to you soon.